0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Avoiding Relegation podcast, episode five. It's insane that we're already on episode five, Uh, and I am joined today by, for the first time ever, not wearing a kit, it seems like, my good friend Christian. Christian, how are you doing today, man?
1: I'm I'm doing good. I thought you were going to say you were joined by me for the first time ever. I was going to say, did you hit yourself on the
0: noggin? Uh, Wouldn't be the first time, uh, won't be the last Uh, We are not joined by Bailey today, but it was fun to have him on last week's episode. And if you missed out on last week's episode, go check it out. It's a good one. It's fun to have him on the show. Uh, But you're going to have to go check it out on YouTube because this guy just forgot to put it on Anchor and get it on Spotify and everything. So go watch that on our YouTube page. Uh, which if you're already there, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button as well. Really helps us out and supports us. I think you even tweeted to check out the the video on Spotify.
1: So everyone's probably very confused.
0: Uh, Yeah, I still could have sworn I put it there. Maybe it's like there but not on anchor i don't know it's doesn't even sound possible so today we've got a great show for you guys because the premier league starts in literally three days not even three days it's it's less than three days now with the premier league opener arsenal hosting crystal palace i believe it i believe arsenal is the home team and that matters uh that's a good question i do not remember It looks
1: like Crystal Palace
0: might be hosting Arsenal. Oh, so Crystal Palace hosting (laughs) Arsenal, first game of the year. So we are here to give you our final set in stone Premier League predictions. Now we didn't do it. Christian might have done it, but I didn't. We didn't do like awards or anything. We'll tweet those out later. But these are our table that can I talk? Table predictions. Who's going down? Who's making your european football uh well i guess it's all european football (laughs) european you get what i'm saying uh who's making champions league europa league and then who is winning the league so we're going to make all those predictions for you guys and then at the very end we're going to give you two must-have or actually four four must-have players at each position or maybe it's two or three based off if we choose the exact same people so Let's get right into this. No wasting time. Christian, start us off with your 20th place team. Who is going right back down to the championship? So at 20th, I have absolutely no change in this from my prior predictions. I have Bournemouth staying in 20th. I also have Bournemouth. You look at the teams around them. Who has signed what? I'm sorry, Dominic Solanke is going to get you some goals, but they're going right back down. Yeah, I think we agree uh, on Burnmouth. you have anything to add, man? No, I mean,
1: the Cherries, they didn't really bring in enough, I think, to stay alive. I think they're just going to maybe become the next... uh... I can't think of the word.
0: Yo-yo team. Yo-yo, yes, yo-yo, the next yo-yo team. And in 19th, I have... There, this is a change dropping down two spots. I had them surviving in 17th. I have Fulham going down another team that I think is going to continue to be a yo yo team. They just haven't done em- enough to really show me that they're going to be in the prim next year. Um, losing Fabio Culver Hall, I think, kind of, I mean, it really hurts them. And now you're looking at an injury for Wilson. Who knows how many games he's going to miss to start the season. This is a team I think is going right back down. I think these
1: next four positions are all going to be super close, just like it always is. Comes down to the last day. Uh, At 19th, I have a team that I did originally have going down, but falling one spot. I also have Fulham. I do think – And, uh, Andres Pereira is going to fit into that Carvajal role. And I think that Kevin and Babu is going to be a big signing for them on the right wing back. I just don't think it's enough compared
0: to the other teams around them. So we, we agree so far, Burnmouth, Fulham, and, and just to remind you guys, we have not looked at these lists. Like these are, we have not shared our lists. Uh, So let's see if we can make it three for three. It's going to be hard to, because like Christian said, all these teams kind of flow together at the end. It's going to be a tight race for relegation. Christian, who do you have in 18th?
1: At 18th, I have a team that I have talked about that I think is going down before. I did not have them going down in the last prediction, just because there's another team that I thought had made the moves yet. But I have Southampton in 18th being the third team going down. Again, I didn't see a lot of movement in the window. And they're just they just that third team. I don't see all three of the newly promoted teams going down, going back down.
0: My 18th place team going down. They dropped one position, so I had them surviving. And that – or sorry, they went up one position. My bad. I need to read my own work here. They went up one position, but still not enough to get into the prem and stay there. That's Southampton. So we agree on the first three. Look, this is a Southampton team that for years now we've slowly seen the the decline of the team. I feel like over time, when we started watching the Prem, they were a team about mid-table and they've slowly just inched their way lower and lower. And, and last season was can't remember exactly where they finished, but it was not looking too hot for Southampton. I'm pretty sure they were like 16th. Let's see here. I know I had it somewhere. Uh they were 15th last year. 15th. So we last season. Kind of have more of a drop off here. We have them falling three positions. But we agree, Christian, three teams going down, Bournemouth, Fulham and Southampton. The team that I have in seventeen. I, oh, go ahead. I,
1: real quick, I just wanted to say I think keeping James Ward Prowse was important for them. Yeah, and it and that could be something that keeps them up. Like I said, these these nineteen to sixteen range are all going to be super close. So,
0: in in seventeen, the team that I barely have surviving, they dropped two positions for me. And that's Leeds United. I hate to say it because it's the American team. You know, they got Tyler Adams. They've got Brendan Aaronson. These are guys, Christian, where as American soccer fans, we want to see these guys succeed, especially coming up on the World Cup. Um, But losing Rafinha hurts. Losing Calvin Phillips hurt. I'm not a fan of Jesse Marsh. Personally, I watched him at Leipzig, and I don't think he's that great of a manager. They barely survived last year. And I actually think there's a possibility Leeds United could go down and Southampton could finish above them. I think that's a real possibility. Uh, but I am very nervous for Leeds United this year. Did you, did you see the pass that was that was pretty much trending on Twitter from
1: Aronson? I think I sent it in our group chat. I,
0: I haven't. I it must have missed a, it. It was a, I heard it was about a beautiful it, pass. I heard about it. Beautiful it, haven't ball. Seen it.
1: I think it. I think that he could be a baller this year, which could be good for them. At 17th, I have a team... That is dropping four spots from my original predictions. A team that has ended the year terribly last year, a team that has had an awful preseason. I have Everton barely surviving.
0: Wow, 17. Uh, it's yes. it's crazy. Like if you told me last year that Everton, you know, my team's biggest rival, the mercy side rivals. Um if you told me that they were gonna be fighting for To stay in the league, I would have
1: said you were crazy. I think uh, down one spot from last season, they finished 16th. Losing a a player like Chris Charlson, I don't think it's out of the realm for them to even go down this year. I think that 17th is a fair spot, and they they could even go down. Like I said, Southampton, with keeping James Ward-Prowse, could bolster them above them. I just see Everton barely surviving. At 16th, I have a team coming up three spots from my original predictions, was a team I originally had going down. They've had a busy window. It's going to take some time to implement all these new
0: names. I have Nottingham yeah. Forest coming in at 16th. Ooh, Nottingham Forest. Okay, I see, I'm with you on it could take some time, but I've got them a little bit higher. In 16th, I have dropping four positions as well, Everton. I agree with everything you said about them losing Richarlison, their best player and, and having a terrible preseason thus far. They have a local fan. I mean a wonderful story, but they have a local fan taking a, a, a PK in a in a friendly game. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's how low Everton. I, I like I said, beautiful moment. Cool from the club to do that but they just don't even care at this point. So, uh, in 15... I mean, when, you, when you lose
1: 4-0 to an to a MLS
0: side, then you got some issues. Hey, in, MLS is wrong. on the rise.
1: It is on the rise. But 4-0 to any team, even a team that's on the rise, yeah, is a rough, rough...
0: It's rough looks. In 15th place, going up just one position, so almost staying put, I have Brentford... I'm very excited to see what Brentford brings this season. I think they could be fighting for relegation. I might be a little overhyping them, but I still think they have enough talent. I want Ivan Tony to do just a tad more. He had a good season last year, but I want him just to do a little bit more. I'm interested to see what Brentford has for the print this year. So I have them in 15th. In 15th,
1: I have a team staying pat where I originally had them projected to go in our earlier rankings and that is Leeds united i think this is a good spot for them i completely agree with everything you said earlier it could be a scary season but it also could be a finish 15th with a nice safe final week it could go either way i think this is just a safe spot for them
0: all right who do you have in 14th
1: in 14th i have a team jumping up two spots from our original projections and that's brentford This is, here's the thing. I don't know. This is a team that could be in for the second year fall. They could also stay right about where they were. I can't remember where they finished last season. It was 13th. So this is a one spot drop for them. I think that's pretty fair.
0: So far, we're pretty much agreeing on all the teams. It's just about like the mixture of where they finish and everything. But. For the most part, we've said we've mentioned the same teams in 14th. I have dropping down one place, Crystal Palace. I think Patrick Vieira had a nice run, uh, to finish the season last year. I'm excited what he can do this year. Brought in a couple signings. I, I like how the team's looking, they've got some sick kits this year. I'm saying I know that's not going to help them on the field at all, but they do have some sick kits. Uh, I'm saying Crystal Palace in 14th and in 13th. I have rising up six positions out of the relegation zone. You know who it is, Christian. Nottingham Forest. I love the signings that they've made. You I love thirteenth. Thirteenth, yes, little high. Feeling very, very comfortable. Very comfortable. I think they're going to come in like Sheffield did a few years back and be, I mean, not that great, but very comfortable. Um, I, I just, I love the signings. It is going to take them some time to uh get used to playing together um but i just think this is a team it's going to be one of those promotion sides that come in and they stay up for at least a few seasons i'm excited to watch nine and Force, and now i have you know, sunday wait, this, off I, I need to see what teams play on sunday because now i have sunday off and i think i might just is, leave it off uh, this is my team so i'm hoping
1: that you are right and i'm wrong on this I just think implementing so many names, not even just into the lineup, but into the starting lineup, they've had a, a relatively solid preseason. I just think it's going to take a little bit of time to, to get it going. And mm-hmm. that's why I had them a little lower, but I would love 13th and 13th. I have a team going up one spot for my projections, dropping three from last season. And that's Wolverhampton. I think Wolverhampton had a really bad end to last season not the saying that's going to carry over. I think that they we're going to be a little bit better towards the end this year. I just think thirteenth is a good spot for them. And who do you have in twelfth? Oh, I forgot you already said you're thirteenth. Yeah. In twelfth, I have a team. This is where a lot of my uh, projections start staying very similar to our original projections because I just couldn't move anyone. At twelfth, I have Crystal Palace, which is exactly where I had them. I think that this is just a very safe play on my part because this is about where they finish every season. I do think that if anything, they're higher than this. I don't think they're any lower. I think Crystal Palace is in for a, a solid season.
0: It's funny you say that. This is where teams start staying put because I'm looking at like my top eight, and I see three spots down, two spots up, two spots. So I think you're in for some surprises when we get to that point. I think you're you'll be shocked at some of the stuff I mean you've known me since fourth grade so there's not much that shocks you anymore you'll just be like oh that's a randy take I mean I have a couple like that
1: that flip flopped but no nothing bigger than a one spot up or down in, in in the next 12
0: spots wow yeah we are completely different I have teams moving all over the board uh in 12th place I have a team just moving down one spot and that's Brighton and Hove Albion this is a team always finishes mid table I think the loss of uh, I'm going to say his name wrong. Cuccarelli is going to hurt them. They also lost Basuma, Basuma to Tottenham, Cuccarelli, or however you say his name. Looks like it for the longest time it was City. Now it looks like he could be heading to Chelsea. So they're losing a couple players here and there. I'm not familiar with who they brought in, but it's still Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, I think they're the new team. I would say the new crystal pals that just always finishes 10th to 12th, like always every year. And, and when they shouldn't, um, but I have Brighton and Hove all being uh, in 12th in 11th. That is where I have dropping three positions. That's where I have Wolverhampton wanderers. Uh, the wolves. While I don't think they're as scary as they used to be when we were talking, are they the new top six team replacing Everton and stuff? I think. Injuries really plagued them last year. They really didn't lose anyone. So Jimenez is back. Uh, Neto's back. Um, I think now that everyone's healthy, they're going to be a little bit better than how they ended the season last year. Um, I still don't like that. They fired whatever his name was uh, Nuno or yeah. I still liked him as their manager. Uh, but I, I think this is a Wolves team that's going to stay pat about about middle of the pack.
1: And um, eleventh, I have another team staying with my prior projections. That's Brighton Hold Albion. Kind of what you said. Losing Basumu is gonna gonna suck for them. Uh, they still have some young pieces though, like Tyreek Lamptey, big fan. And I think that they like like we said. 12 10 to 12 is right where they belong so all
0: right so we are now on to the the top 10 top 10 10 teams who barely misses out on european football and who makes it into europa league and championship or the champions league <laughs> Not
1: the 10th, champions.
0: i have i see
1: it i see a team kind of falling out of their their uh their reign of being considered amongst the elite. They're getting a little older. They're starting to lose some interest in players and that's Leicester city. Uh, I mean, I think they held on to Telemans, but I don't see him staying maybe past January, uh, especially with a mid table running Vardy's getting up there in age. They haven't done much to replace him outside of a nacho. I, I know they got like Harvey Barnes, James Madison, When I look at the other top 10 teams, I just don't see them competing with them.
0: I agree with you, everything you just said, but not yet. In 10th, I have a team uh, staying put, and that is the wealthiest team in the world, Newcastle United. I stand by it's going to take a year or so before this team really takes over. And I think 10th is a solid spot for them because I still do believe that the teams that I have above them are better at this very moment than Newcastle January window could come around and I could be, you know, foot in my mouth and shutting up and everything. Uh, But for now I have them staying exactly where I had them in 10th and in ninth is where I had Leicester city. I mean, I can't even add anything. I agree with everything you said, you just said, yeah. I
1: remember in the in the early predict, predictions when I I had Leicester in 10th and you were so surprised and now here we are in the the final predictions and you're you're kind of right there where I where I was earlier. I had them
0: I had them in 6th so I have them dropping three positions and yeah they're getting older they really haven't made any signings that have impressed me um and yeah I, I do agree with you now that I think uh their time as a top team could be coming to an end Implement the, a little clip from, from our prior video when you gave me the exasperated wow oh, when that's I put gonna, Leicester in tenth. It's gonna be too much work. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> All right, it's up to you. Um, uh, to I was honestly kidding. No, funny, I, uh, no, I, don't. I
1: have uh who you were just talking about, the richest club in the world. I have Newcastle in ninth. Oh, so, so we just, just flopped them. Yeah, flip. Yes. I think Newcastle is going to be slightly better than Leicester, like you said, the January window they could spend. Uh, I like Trippier and on, on the as a wing back. I think he was very good for them the second half of the season. And I expect that to roll over into this season. I think they have Saint Maximine's gonna be
0: better this year. They have pieces just gotta Maximine. put together. Love watching them play. Uh maybe it's yeah. just the name. I don't just love watching Saint Maximine play. <laughs> In eighth is where I have placed Ashton Villa. Oh, i I've, I'll, real quick before you go on. I've also, I also have them in eight. So okay. we can just kind of talk t- about them I, together. I think this is a good
1: spot for them. I expect where they finished last season. It was, I think this is uptick. Yes. They finished 14th last season. I think that they were in a very similar spot to a lot of other teams where they implemented a lot of new names and just couldn't get them to, to mesh well together. And I think this year it does.
0: I think Steven Gerrard is going to take this team to a whole new level. And I love that they have Coutinho for a full season. Now I think people like Buendia, people like Leon Bailey who struggled a little bit more Leon Bailey, although he had a shot the other day, it went in, he scored, but I was like, that's it. Like, it was not that great of a shot. Um, I think they can expect a little bit more from them this season. And like I said, having Coutinho for a full season is going to do wonders for them. I'm very excited to see what he can do. Uh, In seventh place, all right, you ready to be shocked? Are you guys ready to yell at me in the comment sections? This is going to be shocking. I have them dropping three positions. This is, correct me if I'm wrong, the conference league. Yes. I have Chelsea. <laughs> I think that's too far of a job. Uh, I, I just the six teams that I have above them, I think, are better, frankly. And they need they need to do something in the January window to prove to me that they're you know, they're still going to contend for top four, because as of now, even if I have them too low, which I probably do, I always put like a top six team down in like seventh. Because I want them to finish down there and just have to be in conference league. I think it's hilarious, um, but they've got to do something. I wasn't as impressed with their lineup last season as everyone else was. You know, people were like, including you, Christian. I think at one point they could compete for the for the title and everything, and I just thought they were way I mean, over. early in the year. People. They, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure at some point last they year first. they were in first
1: place. They were, like but three or four weeks straight.
0: I just am not as impressed with their lineup as everyone else is. Now, Cuccarelli would be a great grab for them. They have brought in uh, Koulibaly, but how is he going to do in the Prem? They still have a solid squad. I don't understand how you not being impressed
1: reflects them finishing all the way down in seventh, considering they still finished third last season, whether you were impressed or not.
0: The six teams in front of them are better than them now. I think the six I disagree. Teams- in oh, seventh
1: I place, I have West Ham. I think mm. that is a team that is mm. not better than Chelsea. This is a this is a team that's finished in seventh last season, will finish in seventh this year. They're they, they're almost there, but they're still not drawing the
0: names. Like, I have West what, Ham in in, in sixth. I have them moving up three positions from ninth to sixth. I think
1: I, I I don't see them making any jump this year. And I, I certainly don't see them jumping Chelsea.
0: But am... for
1: six for me is where I have placed Manchester United. I think this is a good Ooh. spot for United. Okay. I, I mean, yeah, they, they added uh, Christian Erickson. And they might get Ronaldo back. <laughs> this is what it's looking like.
0: He left at but, halftime of a preseason game. They <laughs> subbed him off and he left at halftime.
1: I'm... That is just a saga they're gonna to have to deal with all season long if they don't get him off the books. I I don't see it quite coming together this year. We might we're gonna see flashes of of uh Sancho and Rashford beat, beat and, a top
0: six team here and there. A couple top six teams will lose to him.
1: Which is what makes them six. They're not they're not the best out of the six teams. And I would I would put them the worst out of the top six.
0: All right. We are now down to the Uh, fifth position. So just missing out. So I have West Ham making Europa League. You have Manchester United. This is the other Europa League team. And I have Tottenham dropping two positions. I like Tottenham squad. I do. And I'm going to get a lot of hate for another London team. I have above Tottenham that people are thinking they're just too young to, to leap Chelsea and Tottenham, especially in my rankings. But I think this is a good spot for Tottenham. I think they're just going to miss out on that Champions League football personally. Christian, I I saw your face. I can't wait to hear uh, what you think. In fifth place, I have
1: Chelsea. I think that I agree with a lot of what you're saying. They lost out on Kunda. That's a massive loss. I think they needed him. Their defense is a question mark. They've looked questioning sometimes in the preseason, but they really haven't played an A squad in the preseason. It's been a lot of the B and C squad. I don't even Tushel has come out to say that he doesn't think they're regular season in regular season. They're form. they're
0: losing Timo Werner to maybe Leipzig. Woo-woo! I don't think Are that's gonna him? be
1: a huge deal. I think Kai Havertz is the nine. I think that Chelsea's gonna have a lot to deal with early in the season. It's gonna be more of a of a mid to late season comeback for them. I could see them being in the seven, eight range for the for, for the first part of the season and then making that jump and and being one of those last day, okay, Chelsea's got to win, this team's got to lose to get in the top four, and it just puts them in fifth. Europa League for Chelsea.
0: All right, let's talk about these big four Champions League squads. Christian, go ahead. In fourth, I have a team that has
1: impressed the hell out of me in preseason, and that's Arsenal. Gabriel Jesus with seven goals, a hat trick in the final. They got they they won a trophy in Orlando, they everything's looking to come together. They brought in some key pieces to help out on defense and especially the attack. As I circled in Jesus, I think Saka makes a jump forward this year. I think this is a top four finish for
0: Arsenal. In fourth, going up three positions, I have Manchester United. Love what Ten Hag is doing with Man U. They need to rid themselves of the ronaldo saga i said last year when they brought ronaldo in they shouldn't have even made that move um but i i I like the moves i and i said this i had that giant man united rant and ever since then i've been saying i really like the moves they're making and i am starting to be a huge fan of ten hog his confidence, how he went in and said, okay, this is how we're going to run shit and you're going to do it. Excuse me. (laughs) I had to say that's kind of the the emotion he has around uh, preseason is you better show up and do your job. So I think man United does squeeze past Tottenham and Chelsea gets into the the top four back into champions league football. Uh, And third, I have the team that you just spoke about. I am big on Arsenal. I have them moving up two positions into the Champions League. A lot of people are saying they're still too young. It's going to take time for them to to work together. I don't think so. I was wrong about Jesus. I said, look, Jesus, to me, was never the world-class striker at, at City. He just, I thought I've, he was a little overrated. I've always been
1: a big Jesus guy.
0: I thought he was a little overrated at City, but he is, oh my gosh, he is looking like he's going for golden boot this year. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he keeps I, it up in like Premier League play. But, I mean, Arsenal doesn't have Champions League to distract them. We've seen that in the past. Teams focus on Champions League. They fall a little bit behind in the league. They do because have Europa they have that, League, I believe. Well, yes, they do have Europa League. So it they do have that going for them. Um, but I still think Arsenal is going back to Champions League. Like, I feel confident about that. I mean, do I have Chelsea way too low? Probably. Is West Ham going to be better than Chelsea? Probably not. Is to- or is Man United going to be better than Tottenham? Probably not. So, like, I mean, I took a wild guess on a lot of these, but I am fairly confident Arsenal will be in, in the top four, and I'm thinking about putting money on it. Like, I am... I- very, I think Arsenal um, is in a similar spot
1: Chelsea was in a few years ago under Frank Lampard. Only Chelsea faced a bigger challenge in a, a second year manager and with an embargo in the transfer. So Arsenal has uh, an established manager who's, who's shown that he can perform amongst the elite and a transfer window. So third is not out of the realm, but I think that this team that I have in third and Tottenham is a better team. Mm-hmm. I think that, as I've said to you, I think Soane is going to be in for mm-hmm. one insane year. I think he finishes above Salah and FPL this year, and I think he's I think he's going to bring him into the third position. On, on top of everything else they've made around him, and Perisic, uh, a full year of hopefully Harry Kane being at, at uh, premium like he was towards the end of last season uh yeah i think spurs are third
0: uh so in second place oh, Wait, i'm second right i yep, yep, second? you
1: can go second first okay it's, this is gonna this is gonna shock you in second i have man city i think i think that we watched this uh this uh tr- um the uh, f a Cup or the uh, what was that cup that we uh it today? was the support uh the shield
0: She is, uh, not supporter shield. Uh, that's MLS, uh, community shield, something like that. Either way, watch that game. I think
1: Liverpool looked head over heels above city in that game. Obviously, I mean, it's virtually a preseason game, but I think that they're close enough that that can relay my decision.
0: I have city in second. I am staying put with where I had Liverpool winning the league and city in second. It is hard to win the Premier League back-to-back. I think City has other ideas of what they want this year, even though Guardiola keeps saying, no, I prefer to win the Prem. No, I think Man City has their eyes glued on Champions League. I think that's what they want. They want to win the Champions League this year. Obviously, they want to win everything, but we saw this with Liverpool when they focused on the Champions League. Lacked behind in the league. And I'm not saying that City wasn't the better team. And I'm not saying that City's not the better team now. I've watched people talk about these two teams and they think Liverpool is getting old in the midfield. Uh, you know, Henderson's old, Milner's still there, Thiago is injury prone. Um, they got some young kids, but they're not, you know, Premier League ready to be starting every game. So a lot of people are concerned about the midfield. I'm not. I think Jurgen Klopp's going to come for the prem this year. I think that's going to be Liverpool's ambitions. City's going to have Champions League ambitions. So I think the clubs fall off in the you know the league that they're not focusing as much on. Uh, so Christian, it's gonna be it's going to be a close finish either way. Talk about Liverpool winning winning the prem. Why do you yes, think I they're going to
1: have do it? Liverpool winning? Like I said, I think that they're they're very close. No matter what. The end of the season, it's gonna come down to the last two games or so. And like I said, in that game we watched the other day, I just I just felt Liverpool looked to be the better side right now. And I think a lot of times it comes down to who has a who has the more hot start. I think because if you have a hot start, you can usually carry it into the middle and, and late months into the year. And I th- think City did not look as hot as Liverpool to start the year.
0: It's too early to say, but I've been saying Yes, there's bias behind it, but I've been saying that Nunez will be better than Erling Holland, and everyone's way over hyping Holland. Holland, I think, has one goal in preseason. One. If I, less games, yes. I think he's only played like what, three games or something preseason wise. He's got pretty one. Pretty
1: sure he only played two.
0: Two games or whatever. He's got one goal. And that happened at Lambeau Field here in the States. Uh, he, he easily but, could
1: have had two goals in the in the game against Liverpool, and yes, he did bottle it. But again, he's in preseason form in a second game. Like, and in five, it, games, it's way too
0: early, huh? In five games, new, uh Darwin Nunez has scored five goals in five games, including. And you, you got to think, you got. And I'm pretty sure in that game that Holland scored. He
1: didn't start. Came off the bench. He did. Yeah. So. He's got a game and a half under his belt and he's, I don't know. I just don't think that it's, you can say that this early,
0: I, the, I, I Colin, agree. you can't say Colin it, but...
1: played in a more, in a more proven environment playing in multiple champions leagues. I think that he's the more polished player, but we'll see.
0: All right, so that is our official Premier League predictions, and we'll come back at the end of the season and see how good we did, how close we were uh, to getting them right. So let's move on to FPL. By the way, join our official uh, Avoiding Relegation League. The link is in the description. Join and compete alongside Christian and I. I know you're in a a million other leagues, so go ahead and just make it a million and one and and join our Avoiding Relegation League.
1: Get Bailey to get in there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Bailey's still not in there yet. So, yeah, come and and join us and compete uh, for fun. See if you guys can beat us. Uh, But we're going to give you two players from each position. One of them that is a must-have and another one that's kind of a sleeper that you you might not be looking at, but you could fit in there, save some money. Um, Christian, go ahead and start us at the, what I went
1: for is one guy who's kind of pretty heavily owned. And then one guy who's kind of less popular also knowing who you would say, obviously we didn't share a list. I try to stick away from what you would say. I'm saying the basics. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're going to go with, with the, with the basics. So I kind of try to go with the secondary option or maybe even not the secondary option that goalkeep. So you want me to say both goalkeepers? Uh, yes. Uh, so my number one must-have option on the more popular side is where I have Edouard Mindy. And then on the less popular side, which is actually my goalkeeper for match week one, is Meslier from Leeds United.
0: You want to go into any more details about them? I I prefer the less-owned goalkeeper here because
1: if you're going with the higher-owned keepers, you're going to be spending more money on your starter Meaning your backups not going to be the greatest option. I prefer the the two four and a half uh, formations so that I can have two keepers. That no matter what, I have someone I'd like to play versus starting an Edward Mindy versus a Tottenham or someone that's probably going to get a goal on him. So I I like the Meslier option just because I think a lot of people are a lot of the people who have won Premier Leagues in the past are choosing this man. So I think there's there's some there's some. Uh, Some, some people are backing them for a reason.
0: Uh, so I put my two goalkeepers down and the, they're both kind of sleepers. They're both 12%, (laughs) excuse me, 12% and 13% owned. So the 12% owned one, the one that I'm starting is Ramsdale from Arsenal. He's been my goalkeeper from the beginning. Um, and I think Arsenal has a very friendly schedule to start off and they've been killing it. So I, I expect a pretty big season from Rams, Ramsdale. I'm also going for cheaper keepers because I don't think it's a position that's really going to make or break your team, honestly. And that's just personally my opinion. And then the one that I think more people should be paying attention to is actually the 13% one. So he's owned a little bit more than Ramsdale, and that's Sanchez from Brighton. Uh, He's always been in my lineup. I think he's a fairly reliable goalkeeper. Brighton has been a team that at times can get those nil-nil draws, can get that one-nil win. Uh, That's kind of been their strength over the years. I don't know how their defense is going to be this year, but I just know that he's always been a kind of reliable goalkeeper in that position. So I have him when Ramsdale is playing like a city or a Liverpool. Um, I like Sanchez. I feel that he was a very popular option last year, and he will.
1: What percent? Did you say he was only twelve percent, thirteen percent owned. I think. I think that's because a lot of people are going for the premium keepers and then putting a four mil keeper on their bench. Mm-hmm. But I think Sanchez is a great backup, and even in some cases, if you're going <laughs> with the two four
0: and a half, a starter. Yeah. No, I. I will definitely start him at times and feel fine starting him at times. Yeah. So, because I definitely am not going to say,
1: do I feel 100% comfortable in Meslier starting every game? No. I think he's a young keeper and he's shown flashes where he gives up five goals. But I, this could, he's going to have that year. He's got high potential. He's going to have that year where he just balls. So I'm hoping this is it. Uh,
0: I'll, I'll go ahead and go first at defense. And that's your main one. I went boring here. He's, probably my favorite player in the premier league and that's trent alexander arnold get him in your team this isn't even like this is non-negotiable like you are going to lose big time if taa is not in your team he I is i don't know how he's not the highest owned player he is uh let me check so he's the highest owned defender at only 57% of people have him. He scored 208 points last year by far led the led defense. I believe it was a pretty good amount. Um, And he is, he's not even like 13 mil or something like that. He's seven and a half mil. He's affordable. He's the best defender. If I haven't said it enough, go get him in your lineup. If you don't have him in your lineup, welcome to FPL, learn how to play (laughs) next up. Uh the more kind of cheaper option, four and a half mil. I'm kind of shocked he's only four and a half. He's not gonna get a ton of clean sheets, but he is a guy who can go forward uh and and give you more of an attacking prowess, and that is Tyron Mings. I've always been a fan of Tyron Mings. Um, he scored 118 points last year. And like I said, he's going to get you assists. He's going to get you a goal from time to time. Uh, Yes, he might not be as great in the clean sheet department, but I like him as a cheaper option to save you money to put more into your midfield or the forward positions.
1: So for my defense, I knew you were going to say Trent Alexander-Arnold, so I'm going to go for the other boring option. I have Jal Cancelo. I think that both of those guys are two guys you definitely want in your defense no matter what. They're kind of very similar players. They're going to be wingbacks on two of the top defenses in the Prem. They're going to get clean sheets. They're going to get attacking
0: uh bonus points and just to interrupt you I, I made a mistake he scored 201 points last year taa was at 208 so it was not by far yeah, <laughs> he was, so you, he was close. So, you, so you get them both in
1: there i mean that's already assuming they do the very same the very same as last year 409 points on your team that's a big chunk of your points um then i also have as my kind of sleeper option, hes I believe he's a little higher owned at 13%. I have Alexander Zinchenko at Arsenal. Very, very good easy start to the season for them. Uh, very good matchups. I shouldn't stay easy. Uh, I think there will be clean sheets in there, much like you went with uh, Ramsdale. But I also expect Zinchenko to be pushing forward possibly getting some attacking benefits, assists, maybe a couple of goals here and there.
0: At five mil, I think that's a steal. When Christian and I are ready to, when we have our team, it might be an hour before the game starts on Friday. We will post um, our final rosters to you guys, just for you to see on our Twitter. So go check out our Twitter page at reality underscore football and that's football with a, a u for american fans. <laughs> um Christian, go ahead with the uh, the midfield. This is this is the range you know on your pitch that could really make or break your FPL season. In my opinion, your midfield, who you get in there? See, I'm someone who
1: likes to spread his money out through the different positions. I think this year I've spent a lot of money in the midfield, which gets me a little weary, but I don't think I can go wrong with the two guys, my two premiums in the midfield. The one I've gone for that I think is an absolute must-have, not being basic, is Min Son. I think, I touched on this earlier, I think he is going to finish the year as the top FPL player, and he's a mil cheaper than, than Salah. He finished just seven points last, or seven points under last season. I think this is the year that he passed the For my less owned player, he's coming in at 5.7%. That's a, I think, 3% jump in the last week. That's Jesse Lingard. I think Jesse Lingard, I was reading the other day in his short run with West Ham. He was the third highest scoring player points per game in the midfield behind only who, Salah and Son. I think it was 6.4 points per game in the games he played. I think that is an absolute steal at six mil if that's what he's performing
0: like. You know that Mo Salah already has a goal and an assist, like in the last preseason game, like just the last. doesn't look like he's slowing down anytime soon. And while I love Son, and I wish I could get him into my lineup, I'm going with the boring option here, and that's why he picks Son too. Not saying he wouldn't have picked Son anyways, but he knows who I'm going for as a Liverpool fan. Mo Salah scored 265 points last year. I've gone for Son and Salah in my lineup. I used my two
1: premiums (laughs) on both of them, and I don't see how I can go wrong there. I know, like I said, I was a little weary about spending all that money in the midfield, but I just there's no reason to change
0: them out. Uh, point blank, you have to have, if you're new to playing FBL, you have to have one of these three in your midfield. Salah, Son, or Fernandez. One of those three has to be I would throw Kevin midfield.
1: De Bruyne over Fernandez this season.
0: What, what did Kevin De Bruyne score last year? Do you know? I believe it was 199. 199? I thought the other three got in 200, so, so you're well, saying here's, here's,
1: a, here's the thing with De Bruyne. He does have a lot of injury issues, so he misses quite a few games.
0: Okay, so that's well, why, you can. Brings
1: him down. So you think if he's fully healthy, that's that's a two thirty probably kind of guy.
0: But I'm going, I'm going Mosolov. That's the boring option. He is owned by fifty nine percent. I that number actually shocked me that it's only fifty nine percent. He's no longer the most owned guy in uh, FPL. We might get to him. If not, one of us will mention him here in a second. Uh, my cheaper option. I'm going to turn on the fly here. I was going to talk about Coutinho. He's 18% owned, but that is kind of, you know, a lot of people are owning him. So I'm going to talk about his, uh, his partner here, Emiliano Buendia, a guy who scored 107 fantasy points last year. Pretty decent number. He had a rough season compared to what people thought they were going to get from him. He is, he is six mil. And 0.6% owned. Buendia is 0.6%. Yeah, I'm not, you know, not over-exaggerating that barely anyone has him in their lineup. And I do... You said said how much Buendia is going for? He is 6 mil. I think that's a little hefty for Buendia. I think he's in for a bounce back here. And I think I expect a lot from Ashton Villa. Which I've expected a lot from them in the past, and they didn't give me what I thought they would. Is, is that who but, you went for in your, in your, uh, your um, less
1: owned midfield position?
0: Yes. So, my, so you, my I,
1: thought you said, I thought you said Coutinho.
0: No, I was going to do Coutinho, okay. but I switched at the last minute because Coutinho is 7 mil and he's owned by 18% of people. Um, so, my midfield is Sala, Coutinho, Lingard, and Wendia. And then I have Gray okay. on my bench. Um, all right. So up top, I get to start up top. And my more well-known option, sorry, I'm on the Liverpool trend. I'm a fan. I have my right side is my three-headed Liverpool dragon. And that is Darwin Nunez. He's owned, only owned by 20%. We just talked about a guy. Holland is like the most owned attacker in the prem, And he has one goal and he looked terrible in this first game. Holland is not going to be terrible. You guys are fine if you have him in your lineup. I'm not saying he's going to be terrible. I think the the most enticing thing for Nunez is the two and a half mil
1: mark cheaper than Holland.
0: Yeah, he's he's nine mil. He's only owned by 20%, and he looks ready to play. If you watched that game against Manchester City, when he scored that goal, shirt was already off. He was firing... He wants to prove something this season. He knows coming in that all the talk was around Holland and he's looking like he wants to prove that he's the better of the two. And I think Darwin Nunez is going to get you, uh, I would say at least, at least 18 goals this season. Personally,
1: if I was to go for a premium striker and I'd almost considered Nunez a premium striker, considering he's nine mil, pretty hefty, uh, at this point, I would go with Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's established. You know what he's gonna do. He's had a solid preseason. But if you're looking to go a little cheaper, I think Nunez is a good option to look at for premium.
0: And my he's expensive, but you know, I almost count him a premium. He's just below premium. Seven mil. And he's only owned by 6.9%. And I think this has to do with Ronaldo staying at Manchester United. Anthony Martial. I think he's in for a better season. He only scored 14 points last year, but let's remember, he was injured for most of the year. Um, And frankly, he just wasn't played when he was back. This is a new manager Ten hog. I have him starting as of now. I almost want to put him on the bench until I see what martial we're going to get he is my third option um but i think only owned by just under seven percent of people and he's not stupid expensive he's seven mil which is a solid price for a player of his profile i think get martial in your lineup as your third striker sit him on the bench and if that's your third best striker you're in pretty good shape
1: i can't see myself spending seven mil on my bench I think that, that I would just be like throwing so much money out the window at that point. <laughs> uh, but my absolute must have at striker is not only because he's had a ridiculous preseason, but because he's coming in at 72% owned, the most owned player. If he comes in and, and balls and you don't have him, you are in big trouble. And I'm he's already bald. I know. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. He's already bald. That's what I'm saying. If he comes in and and plays like he has in the preseason and you don't have him in your lineup, I think that that is going to be devastating. At 72% owned, I feel almost everyone needs to have him at 8 mil. I don't think that's an expensive price, and I think he's only going to go up. My under-the-radar player, only because he's coming in at 4.4% owned, he is 8 mil, but with my double uh, premium in my midfield, I had to go for a second striker a little heftier I'm going for Kai Havertz especially if Timo Werner leaves this is the sole nine in a Chelsea team that's gonna compete for a top five spot or maybe top four spot there's gonna be goals I think he's in for a breakout season there's no Lukaku in the in the in the picture possibly no Timo Werner in the picture I think that he's the only one that is that could play
0: the nine on the team and there you have it, the must-own players that we think you need to get in your lineup. We just gave you plenty of options. You could build a lineup with the players we just gave you. Yeah, for Probably sure. not all of them. You probably wouldn't be able to afford all of them. Um, but that's another news. Uh, we talked about maybe eventually doing an MLS show. Nothing is solid on that yet, but we've also talked about maybe doing a fantasy show. We're going to see our schedule, see how it works out. But I think Christian and I would both love to do a 20 minute, 30 minute um, YouTube, maybe only um, video plus reality. Randy might be working on a Patreon. So stay tuned to that. We'll see how all of these uh, football videos, football, soccer, whatever you want to call it fits into that. Uh, But yeah, Christian, I think uh, we covered a lot today and cannot wait to watch Premier League this, this Sunday. Like I said, I'm so excited for Friday. I need the pulled up. I have Sunday off now. I, I need the work, but I think I might leave it off so I can watch um, either Leicester versus Brentford or United versus Brighton. I would probably choose the United game. And then at 1130, West Ham and Manchester City. So, plus I get to wake I'll be, up I'll early. be watching
1: them all. So
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm, I'm going to try to watch um the one on friday too i gotta move my survivor podcast around but i'm gonna try to watch arsenal versus crystal palace which you guys can catch the season opener of the premier league on usa network for those of you in the states christian anything else to say before we wrap up here i think we pretty much covered
1: everything that we needed to looking forward to the season and it's been a, it's been it felt like a long wait but we're, we're almost there
0: we are almost there thank you guys so much hit that like button subscribe to the channel and until next time see you later